Sean. If Les Miles beats everybody but Alabama, I think he stays. Creel. Dang, clean up that office. Dang. Because he ain't going to be around no more. Hankins. Jesus Christ. We're going to lose this game. We're going to lose a game Got from it. 2007. Somehow, we're going to blow this. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Damn, these are some good sun chips. I should buy these more often. Uh, Florida? Georgia? Florida? 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 Now my daddy, my daddy coached the Dolphins. I don't know if I really like sushi or if I really like soy sauce. Ever heard of that Panther fan who growls at the YouTube video? Hey, Saban, what about this? Throw the flag. <laughs> <laughs> Production meeting went long. Episode 50. Just going to let you know, folks, um, I'm going to be a little bit um, off my rocker today because I'm suffering from Olympic fever. Oh, man. Did you see the American double skating duo that's also married? Oh, what they do? They kept falling on their fucking faces. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I saw that they were in they were in second place after their initial dance ice dance, but they <laughs> but they were behind the Italians who had like a perfect score. Perfect. Up yeah, they scored like a seventy. It was insane. They got um, the D. I also, I'm also very intrigued by the American curling duo who look exactly like what that sounds like. <laughs> I was up. <laughs> I was up at like the American curling duo who are just from Seattle, who <laughs> are actually from Vancouver, oh, no. and they just summer. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, you, uh, you Americans got a spot on your place here for a curling duo. They're me and uh, me and Maggie here. We uh, throw the rocks pretty good there. Put it right on the button every time. This one here, she's a good one. They're they're um, Canadian anchor babies, and this is what <laughs> they're the real dreamers. Mm. They are the real dreamers. It's true. I woke up very early this morning. Well, I woke up Sunday morning, not for any specific reason, but I was flipping through the channels. Not for any specific reason, but I was flipping through the channels. <laughs> I noticed the luge was live. Yeah, and I noticed the luge, and I couldn't pay attention to it because I was just like, "How long does it fucking take to build a luge track?" I would imagine so. It's there's arches and curves. It's like building like an interstate highway. And what did the one in the Sochi Olympics four years ago look like? Probably similar. You know, there's some straightaways. Uh, I imagine the one in Sochi last year was just six barrels taped together. It was. (laughs) See, I heard you. I heard you say bears. Because in Russia, that's fine too. Russia, in Russia, it's just a bunch bear of bear rides you. It's just a bunch of bears and nesting dolls on unicycles. <laughs> that's the Olympics, folks. Wearing fezes. <laughs> um, oh my God! I'm so happy that Russia couldn't go to the Olympics just because the uh, the clean Russian athletes are competing under the Olympic athletes from Russia flag, which is just the Olympic flag. Yeah, but it's abbreviated OAR. And I get to think about how awful that band is every time. <laughs> they are now. They used and to I can really say good. things like, "It's a." they didn't. They were always Nice the guys in person. Um, 
<laughs> Good for them. Uh, nice guy, bad music. Nice guy, bad band. <laughs> nice guy, Asian saxophone player. <laughs> um, yeah, they uh, they compete under like what the what refugees compete under. Yeah, they just don't have a country. Yeah, no country. Yeah, Wyclef is doing fucking great this year. <laughs> Wale, I mean, will I am? Which one was in Black Eyed Peas? <laughs> Episode 57. Oh, Le- Levy Smith or Dino? You tell us. Rating the coaches. Um, I don't have any non-rating the coaches news. I was just, scouring the earth. I was just going to say, I we, we went through much. a big, a big, uh, big event this past week. I thought Sean would still be creaming over Oh, yeah, recruiting. recruiting oh, yeah, we do have to talk about recruiting. Mm, yeah. Um, the, the dynasty is over. Alabama came in sixth in recruiting rankings. Yeah. Um, did not finish in the top three in any of the major three Mm-mm. rankings. Mm-mm. We Why are we even doing this? Why do we even still have a program? I don't know, man. These Bammers have to tuck their tail in between their legs and GTFO. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we... Yeah, uh, number six in the country. Uh, Georgia came in first, uh, followed by Ohio State, Texas, Penn State. Penn rate. Clemson, Alabama, USC, Miami, Notre Dame, Oklahoma. You know, when you look at teams like Miami, who almost made the playoffs last year, and Oklahoma, who was a favorite to win the championship last year by a lot of people after the playoff matchups were announced, uh, coming in in 8th and 10th, respectively, um, six doesn't seem so bad, but you know, I, I think that there's going to be a lot of adjusting to what a recruiting ranking looks like in the first year of early signing period. Yeah. I think that I agree. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say the same thing that, uh, that Alabama is just going to have to shift the way it does things. Uh, it seemed like Alabama was late both in getting people to sign on early signing day and then missed out on prospects on the regular signing days. So I think uh, if you're an Alabama fan, I would just trust Nick Saban. He'll be able to figure it out. Uh, I would just, you know, chalk this one up to learning new stuff. And there was a lot of coaching yeah. turnover too, which didn't really hurt. That's, I, I think yeah, that's for probably, sure. that for me, I mean, I, again, that, that happened last year, but there was an early signing mm-hmm. period last year. So, yeah, th- there's there's a lot more variables in it this year. And truth be told, fucking Kirby Smart's really good. <laughs> he's really good and he really got after it right. and Alabama at some point didn't have Jeremy Pruitt recruiting for them anymore right right um so there's a couple things right there that would play into it pretty big um fucking Dabo just keeps doing his Dabo stuff mm-hmm. um, getting the number one ranked player from like six different states yeah. Alabama being one of them um, it's pretty strong stuff for as little as I follow recruiting <laughs> um <laughs> The uh, what it, I, I saw basically the national ranking of every SEC school and Missouri was the worst at number forty. Vandy was thirty seven. That's not too bad yeah, for Vandy that's, and that's really Missouri. good. Yeah. Um, you know, you no. have LSU, Florida. You know, all all those teams in the in the top fifteen. But I mean, you know, if you're uh, Ole Miss, probably had a had a down year, but I mean, Matt. Lo- Matt Luke isn't setting the world on fire, and we'll uh, we'll tackle what what we should do with him next uh, next week. Um, 
but on the much anticipated SEC radio. So anticipated. I do have a little. I do have a little fun fact tidbit. Please, I got a little though. tidbit for everybody. I have a correction from um, two weeks ago. Uh oh. Oh, go ahead. Let's get to that. Did I say something crazy? No, no, no. Oh, no, wacky. No. <laughs> I I fact check you in uh, in in real time, and uh, that's that, shit. That was the Calvin <laughs> Calvin Johnson uh, uh, snafu, and I felt bad for days afterward. I had to. You should. I had to fast forward through it when I listened to our episode, mm. just to, you know. <laughs> oh, actually, Captain Johnson wants to fight someone else. <laughs> hey, is Sean in Atlanta? I thought he was right here. <laughs> I um. So when when we were talking about um uh, the Michigan State stuff, um, I said I mentioned the 1996 U.S. Olympics coach. Bella Lugosi, mm-hmm. which is oh shit, a, oh fuck! How did I miss that? Not, there was a, they had a vampire. The there was a goddamn vampire coaching nice. the team. Not Bella Caroli, which no. is the actual coach. Uh, my mom caught it. Shoot. Let us know, and which immediately shoved them up. Which you know, Hankins, you went right to it. I really would like to see a vampire on the sidelines. Of- <laughs> Any team, yeah, me too. <laughs> On the sidelines of a U.S. gymnastics, mm-hmm. his coach. diagnosis is always the same. Um, coach, my ankle's killing me. <laughs> we better drain it. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, that was my correction from two weeks ago. Um, um yeah, my tidbit fun fact. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, there's a, I'm going to double up on this. Ooh, oh offensive Rookie of the Year and offense, Offensive Rookie of the Year in the NFL, Defensive Rookie of the Year in the NFL, both played for Tennessee last year. Yeah, yeah. What, Alvin Kamara and, and who was defense? Alvin Kamara and Derek Bennett. Um, Super Bowl champion Derek Bennett, Fly Eagles Fly. Um, and also, I think the last five or six Offensive Rookies of the Year are all SEC players pretty good so maybe this league's pretty good and i think with with um if you if you stretch it out a few more years i think it's seven of nine have been sec players that is really good what was last year derrick henry <sighs> no <laughs> i don't know well you said it was a double know. up not a triple up so i i, I was know, just focusing I was, on the tennessee you asked me one too many <laughs> I, I don't know why i'm, why I'm pushing the uh, pushing the envelope here well, okay, I, you, you just want me to make a mistake so you mm-hmm. can correct me on it. Well, actually, you know, I, you said that on 7 of 9, but 7 of 9 was actually a character from Star Trek on Deep Space 9 or something. <laughs> yeah, Sean has a list, and you're on that list. Bill Cosby's on that list. He's, he's trying to... <laughs> In Montgomery, Alabama, there is a wireless, tel- I assume telephone, called Cosby, C-O-Z-B-E-E, wireless. <laughs> and every time... Well, you know, when you want to get a hold of somebody that comes through on the late night tip, you can pick up a call. Every time I pass it, I'm like, Camille, I'm just going to go into the other room with this burner phone. Give you this pill and... I need to call my Quaalude man. More like Leonard part six inches. Hey, yo, that was good. (laughs) That was good, Sean. I'm proud of you, buddy. Thanks, thanks, thanks. This has been the Calvin Johnson Memorial Correction Zone. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Got everything fixed. How long until the regular season? (laughs)
Let's see, it's February 11th. Oh, Christ. Six months. Hang on, I can tell like you exactly. Three weeks. Hang on. Stay with me, boy. 180. I'm going to say 193 days. Hankins has a, uh, after this, Hankins, you, you, have to, you have to tease what we're going to do after we rate the coaches. After this off-season segment is over. Well, Hank- 202 oh, days. I was short. Exactly. Yeah, two- Thanks to my Daniel A. Moore calendar that has every day listed with how many days until college football. I remember the day I found out that Daniel Moore painted other teams. Me too. I was not happy. I felt like my girl was stepping out on me. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get to it, guys. Uh, this is four out of our five-part off-season series rating the coaches. Um, we have done, in the past, Pac-12, ACC, the Big Ten. And this week, we are tackling the Big 12... And two out of the six independents, because with respect to BYU, Massachusetts, Liberty, that has an enrollment of 110,000. Whoa. And New Mexico State. What? Yeah. Jesus I, Christ. I an online Just school or something. Yeah, it's, weird. it's really weird. I didn't know Liberty had a D1 FBS team. It must be pretty new. I, like, triple-checked it. I they mean, have... Old I like you're making a new. lot of this Georgia up. State's kind of new. Their dean is a half-cougar, half-centaur, their which is three animals mascot. if it's a half-centaur. Their dean <laughs> their dean. I'm making stuff up. <laughs> Liberty, huh? Eating ain't cheating. It ain't like the Liberty statues? Eating ain't cheating. Um... The Liberty, Liberty statue. From Glow. The Liberty statues of. <laughs> and that's the, it. Their mascots are the statues of. Uh, well, let's let's start off with these indies. Let's get them out of the way. Um, start off on the on the ex- right exciting foot. Brian Kelly at Notre Dame, the school too scared to actually join a conference. Um, Brian Kelly's been there since 2010. He has 56 years. He has one death. Uh, his his total record, which I am putting an asterisk by, is 240-91-2. Is a lot of that from, like, Division Two or something? That in, He is technically the winningest active coach in college football because 118 of those 240 wins, just under half, is at Grand Valley State University. Ah. Which is before he went to Western Michigan, before he went to Cincinnati, before he eventually <clears throat> showed up in South Bend. So he is technically 240-91-2. If you actually have the FBS wins, that would make him 122-56. Uh, which is, you know, not terrible of a record. It's two out of three, but... Um, a little bit higher than that, but you know, not exactly something that's going to set the world on fire in South Bend. Sure, uh, ten and three in seventeen, recovering after a disastrous four and eight year mm-hmm. in two thousand sixteen. He is sixty nine and thirty four <laughs> <laughs> at Notre Dame. I was surprised to find out that I don't know. I don't know what his salary was last year, but his salary in two thousand sixteen. Was one point six million before any bonus, and at, with a four and eight record, I doubt he got any bonuses. Maybe he got a no no kids died bonus. Yeah, he could have gotten that. But I learned that from a um, 
an article. Because they are a private school, so usually this stuff is hush-hush. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. I learned that article from One Foot Down, which is the SB Nation Notre Dame site. Uh, Notre Dame football, Brian Kelly's... Brian Kelly doesn't make as much as, as you'd think. And in two, no. Uh, in 2016, he was the 65th highest paid coach in FBS, which is basically... Sounds about right. ...middle of the pack. <laughs> so, after all that... Sounds wait, like he's in the right band. Before we rate him, we need to know what the scale is. You know what, Matt? You have mm-hmm. he- held my feet to the fire mm-hmm. previously, and today is no exception. Sure. <clears throat> this is our scale. Our throw the flag, copyrighted, trademarked, mm-hmm. all rights reserved, mm-hmm. fuck you, Dennis Dodd, system of rating. Copyright. Number zero, which is unfortunately added... Unfortunately, that it's a zero, not a one. Zero is a brick through the window. You're not only getting fired, you are getting the Bill Curry treatment that Alabama gave him in the late 80s. You are getting a brick through your window. Slash reparation slash refund. Exact thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number one, beep, beep, beep. And this is ascending order or descending This order? is at ascending. Okay. Okay. Because zero, zero is there's the literally nowhere to go but up. Sure. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> Number one. Back up the moving trucks. The writing is on the wall. It's time to get out you, of town. You're fired. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're fired. You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> Just like Omarosa times four, am I right? Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is fire the coordinators. So they're fired. Uh, they're fired. They're fired. Uh, they're fired. Uh, they're fired. Number three is stay the course, all right, all right, all right. So no firing yet. A uh, no fire. It's cool, it's cool. No it's, fire. It's cool. A uh, no fire. Can you tell the story when you... Um, fell in front of my house and dropped a po- uh, little Caesar's pizza. Yeah, I was uh, coming over to Sean's house with, with a $5 hot and ready pizza. Uh-huh. Uh, I was getting out of the car, walking in the driveway. Uh, you know, I'm trying to balance it. It's dark outside. It's a little rainy. Life's all about balance. You know, it's, I slip in a, like, pothole in the driveway. <laughs> the, dri- the driveway is... There has, was a crevice. Has its challenges. Yeah, there, there was a crevice. I slipped, dropped the pizza... Fell on my front. Uh, I fell on my dick. Scratched up my sunglasses, which were lost. I forgot that they were even in my pocket. And I came back like a day or two later and got them. And the pizza was okay, but then like 45 minutes after I, I come in, like I realized like my coat is like drenched in blood. So the reason why I bring it up is because. <laughs> You told me that when you fell, you just started saying, it's cool, it's cool, yeah, it's cool, you know, it's cool. You know, when something happens, and you're like, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool. I'm cool, guys. Lay off. I'm cool, I'm cool. I'm straight. Uh, big Don't fan of that being it. number three. Big fan of that being <laughs> that the new the name but of that number three. what I said when cool, no one was around. I was like, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool. I'm cool. I get I'm up, cool. you know. I'm sorry to laugh at you there. <laughs> That's, yes. It was it was like the prequel to the uh, Paul Thomas Anderson um, uh, Daniel Day Lewis vehicle. There will be blood because there is blood. There, there was, was blood. blood. Yeah. Um, were your sunglasses in usable order? After uh, they were already scratched, so okay. it didn't okay. didn't really. Well, thank you for not suing me. Mm-hmm. Or uh, you can have some sunglasses over here. I think I have a pair. You can have those. They're about, I'm break them or lose them. Number four is you're doing great, head coach. We're going to extend that contract. We don't want any other school to come sniffing around you, and if they do, we want it to be financially to get paid. putative. So instead of firing, it's like, you're rehired. You're rehired. I extend you <laughs> rehired. an extension. You're rehired. Rehired. We're going to rethink this whole hiring process. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Number five, 
we love you, dude. Build a statue. Right. So We're building a statue. Like, kind of like a king. Like, hey, sire, you're sired now. <laughs> We're putting a crown on the statue. You're sired. You were hired, now you're sired. Um, we, we would, you know, default is to make it of a likeness sure. of you. Mm-hmm. But hell, we love you so much, it can be whatever you want. Sure. You want it to be that ape, Abraham Lincoln from the end of Planet of the Ape remake yeah. by Tim Burton? Yeah. We can do that too. Mm-hmm. Do you want it to be the half deacon, half centaur of Liberty University? <laughs> you could build one of those statues. <laughs> Have it drawing like an arrow. Dean Deektar. <laughs> Number six is rename the stadium. So this is kind of like, <laughs> don't retired. We're gonna build this for. Or we're gonna name when this you, for you retire. When you retire, you t- you're retired. When you retire, now that you're retired. Building, we're naming the stadium. <laughs> oh, we have fun. Number, uh, just to recap, number zero, brick through the nipple. <laughs> number zero, brick, brick through, through the, the nipple. Window. Number zero, brick through the nipple. <laughs> brick <laughs> through the nipple. Number one, back of the moving truck. You fired. Number two, hi- fire the coordinators. They're fired. Number three, stay the course. You hired. It's what cool, was cool, that? Cool, oh, cool, 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 cool. Number four, cool. contract extension. You're rehired. Number five, build a statue. You're sired. Number six, rename the stadium. When you retired. <laughs> That being said, what do you think of Brian Kelly? For me, this is going to be a stay the course. Yeah. he's He recovered from the disastrous 4-8 and eight season, mm-hmm. got him back to respectability. Uh, they beat LSU in the bowl game. It wasn't a pretty bowl game, but, you know, they beat LSU, uh, who was like an 8-win, 9-win team last year. 9-win, I think. So that was respectable. Uh, he doesn't make a whole lot of money, so I think this is a steal if that's, if that's the price to get a 10-win season. And... Uh, they were shortly in playoff contention until November, and they ran into a buzzsaw at Miami and uh, got de-pantsed. But they beat USC this year, so, <laughs> I, so they had some good good wins on the schedule. So that's it's a three for me. They seem to like them, too. Yeah. The fan base. Yeah. The, I mean, you know, they weren't happy with them after four and eight. But, you know, you bounce back, and you have two t- ten and three seasons in three years. Mm-hmm. Um, shows your resilience, and you know, like like you said, if he's making just over one and a half million, assuming that is correct, sure. Um, you know, stay the course. I'm I'm not going to pay him anymore. Fall because I think they're still paying Charlie Weiss, and I think yeah. they're still paying Charlie Weiss more than they're paying currently paying Brian Kelly. Maybe so. So don't fall into the same trap and sign him to a ten year contract like they did with uh, Charlie Weiss. Hankins, what do you think? I think. I think it has to be stay the course. Um, I'm kind of edging towards extend the contract, but I hedge on that just because I don't think anybody else is coming. I don't think anybody's coming for him. Um, sure. I think that I honestly think, quite fr- functionally, the fact that they didn't fire him after the four and eight that is sort of a uh, that is sort of an extension of the contract right there because. They should have fired him at four and eight. That's just what they should have done. They should have canned him. I mean, I think we were all. He's a murderer who got blew out in the national championship (laughs) game. Um, But by the fact that he didn't go last year, I think that kind of did extend the contract. Really? Yeah, that's fair. Um, well, and I think taking away his fundraising responsibilities was a was a. Oh, that's the big one. That is a big one. Because God knows we can't walk and chew gum at the same time. Mm Hmm. We're making a million and a half dollars. <clears throat> well, that's threes across the board from Brian Kelly. I, but he I, made here's here's the thing that they probably don't want to hear, and I could be completely off base on. But I think he may be as good as they can get right now. Um, the only name 
to me that they should trade him in on would be Urban Meyer. Like, that's it. I don't think there's anybody out there um, better than Urban Meyer who would do a better, who who really could do a better job than Brian Kelly's doing at Notre Dame. I just don't believe it. Um, And, you know, it'd be kick-ass to have a, a dude named Urban Meyer as the coach of Notre Dame. <laughs> right, right. Urban, um, I, I I think he would that 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 would that would be a coup for Notre Dame. A without to, a doubt. A to steal him from Ohio State, and I mean, talk about just the perfect match. Um, I I don't think it's ever going to happen. I think Urban Meyer's just going to be at Ohio State, assuming that what we theorized in our Big Ten discussion is not correct that Urban Meyer just flames out after five or six years. Yeah, does he get tired? And he has to hit Does reset. he get stressed out, yeah. He has to spend time Yeah, the fact that they didn't put the full court like press on after four and eight, after a murder, they had the opportunity to go full court press if they wanted to. And they also had the opportunity to hire him when he went to Ohio State. I mean, there's nothing stopping him then, right? I don't exactly know who the coach at Notre Dame was then or what, you know, the contract situation might have been. But if it was going to happen, it was like it would have happened. So, yeah, I think Kelly's as good as it gets for them right now. Very bizarre. I agree. Uh, like I said, we're going to gloss over the uh, – What did you find out what Liberty's The Liberty, was? they are the Flames. Liberty Flames. Uh, we're going to gloss over Liberty, New Mexico State, UMass, and BYU. Hey, Liberty's head coach is Turner Gill. Oh, get the hell out of here. Yeah, that's All what right. this is. We want a leader, not a loser. Right. Give us Turner Gill. Although he went Boo. to Kansas and stunk it up. Boo. He came from Buffalo, went to Kansas and stunk it up. But Hey, it's Kansas. Um, that leaves the only other FBS independent, which is the Army Black Knights. The That's Dark Knights. That's it. The mm-hmm. Black Knights. The Black Knights. Uh, Jeff Munkin, which sounds like a uh, British person saying monkey. Uh, he has been there since 2014. Um, two pretty rough years to begin with. However, his last two years, he went 10-3, and 8-5, and five, snapped a 14-year yeah. drought to mm-hmm. Navy, he, uh, winning the Army-Navy game the last two years. Um, you know, He makes $900,000 a year. Which I imagine is pretty par for the course for Army. He's twenty four and twenty six at Army, but like I said, he's he's eighteen and eight in the past two years, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is pretty remarkable. Um, I am I am extending the contract on Jeff Monken. I don't know how much more they can pay him. Being you know, I mean it's yeah federal dollars, but you know, I'm I'm giving him a four. He seems to be happy. They seem to be happy. Uh, Army fans are really annoying at Buffalo Wild Wings, celebrating a, uh, <laughs> an, eight, an eight-yard gain on third and ten. But, um, you know, thanks for serving your country. We're extending your contract. Yeah, that, I, I would agree all with that. That's a four for me, too. Fours across the board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I make sure that he knows that he is our Niamatololo. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. look, you're going to be fighting that guy forever. So, <laughs> you're, you're our guy. 2-0 mm-hmm. oh against Navy is a big to-do. For that, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, or not two and zero, oh, two in a row, I should yeah, say, two and two. But <clears throat> this has been the uh, Calvin Johnson Memorial. Right, didn't want to get that. Didn't want to get that. Correct. Peggy, correction. 
Um, well, we'll, with that, we'll get into the Big 12, which uh, has 10 teams, just like the Big 10 has 12 teams. Big 10 has 14 oh, teams. This has been the Calvin, Calvin Johnson, Johnson Memorial, Memorial <laughs> Correction Corner. Mm. Mm. The Big 12 has some fun coaches to talk about. Okay, all right. Uh, a lot of, well, you know, a handful of new-ish coaches, but a handful is half, half, the, half the damn conference. Um, we will start off with the most boring of them all. The less, the least known name at Kansas, which is David Beatty, 47 years old. He's been there for three years. Makes the same amount Brian Kelly does for winning three games in three seasons. He is three and 33 over three years. This is his first and only, um, head coaching gig. Uh, I mean, if you're Kansas, you see, you know, uh, Creel talked about uh, Turner Gill, that Charlie Weiss before that. They didn't, they didn't have anybody who experienced success. I think one of those three wins in the past three years was against Texas. They did it knock was. off Texas like on a late field goal or field goal block or something, which yeah. is unheard of. Sure. If I'm Kansas, the athletic director, if I'm the fan base. I don't know how long you have the Turner Gill experiment, fire him after three years. The Charlie Weiss experiment, fire him after three years. David Beatty experiment, uh, experiment, fire him after three years. Do you just do that every three years till you find somebody? Or are you like, fuck it, man, we're Kansas. Like, That is a good question uh, because they are the perennial uh, worst team in the conference by far. It's a basketball school, bar Oh, none. yeah, for sure. 100% a basketball school, so... Trying to find success in the football program or stability has been a problem ever since Mangino was oh, yeah. fired or something. Keeps on, at keeps on wood. Yeah. But he was able to at least establish something, and then it all fell apart. So that is the big question, is they've tried the the quick three-year and you're out, three-year and you're out. And this guy's going into his fourth year, but they are very uncompetitive. It's not an exciting brand of football to watch. To me, this is this is a one. This is the one. I think that you can't just uh, experience mediocrity, or this is even worse than mediocrity than this. You can do better than this. As a basketball school, there is no reason you shouldn't go to a bowl game one out of every three years. You can get six wins. You just got to get the right guy in there that can develop a program. And I think next time if they fire somebody and bring somebody in, it'll be someone with more experience because if this is his first gig, they went the wrong way. So, I mean, if Tennessee... <clears throat> went down the line to 17 coaches to look at to hire and a bunch of people said no if you're kansas just i mean there were plenty of name brands that turned tennessee down there are name brands out there both with jobs without jobs head coaches assistant coaches um herm edwards the <laughs> just throw money at they could get less miles yeah i mean throw money at somebody yeah. throw three million at somebody who needs another chance and see what happens after i mean you know i guess keep trying the experiment but like you said they're a basketball school but we established in the in the last two weeks that if you're kentucky um if you're duke yeah you know i mean if david cutcliffe can beat notre dame and win six seven games a year and go to a bowl make it to the ACC conference championship mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. year. It's possible. It's possible mm-hmm. for sure. But I mean, you know, if they don't care. They don't care. But 
the basketball team has to pull in enough money for them to justify uh, yeah do something with mm-hmm. football mm-hmm. agreed so what was you what's he's, your overall rating he's a, he's a one it's a he's one. a one for me i don't care where you're at three and 33 in three years is disgusting mm-hmm. i understand that they have some limitations that they're working with <clears throat> um they need to take that pill bradley cooper took <laughs> yes god what a weird un- unlimitless what a weird reference um, you know, like I said, I basketball school, um, had some coach coaching turnover, all those things. They were on a primetime game on Fox, not Fox sports, not FS one, not for, not Fox sports, uh, Midwest. I'm talking about channel five in our area. WZDS. Um, you know. Yeah, I'm talking about network-ass Fox. The same thing that American Idol used to run on. The channel of the Simpsons. They were on in prime time. And they almost didn't get 50 yards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was last Not year. only. It was, yeah, this yeah, past season. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It is quite frankly ridiculous. that You mean to tell me that Kansas can't be the equal of Kansas State? Yeah, they can't be the equal of Texas Tech, Baylor, who went through an atrocious. Uh, some the devil was coaching them, and his minions were running wild on the on, <laughs> on the campus. Um, and ev- they had the equal record of them last year. Mm-hmm. So yeah. not only do you back up the moving trucks. But you put a brick through this son of a bitch's window. This can't go on. (laughs) The bar was the bar was so low. Yeah, and he still limboed under it. No, give me my money back, beady eyes. Um, I, I did not give him a. a, I I will always say a three and thirty-three record in three years is deserving of a zero. I did not give him a zero because I don't think Kansas cares. Enough to, you gotta to throw a brick through a window. You gotta find the brick. You gotta you gotta then find stop their house. playing football. Yeah, just yeah. don't do it. I have it's a got, modest. It, sorry, go no no go go go. I have a modest proposal for future episodes, and that is every time one of us uses the word ridiculous, can we play the clip <laughs> of the Humpty Dance? That uses the word ridiculous. It'll be like <laughs> sometimes I get ridiculous. I eat up all your crackers and your licorice. Hey, I'm, I'm fat funky. Girl. Come here, I you like, ticklish. Yeah, I like my oatmeal lumpy. Um, that's the Humpty Dance by Digital Underground, which I believe had Tupac in it from the album Sex Packets. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of sex, can we do Baylor next? <laughs> hey yo, segment. Next, next up is. Matt Rule at Baylor. Um, everybody heralded Matt the hiring of Matt Rule um, at Baylor as a big victory um, mm-hmm. after having Jim Grobe there for an interim Jim year. Jim Grobe. Jim, <laughs> Jim not Grobe because oh, yeah, yeah. he took he was, over yeah, he for <laughs> Art, Art Bryles. Um, the Baylor Bears honestly continue to be in dire straits um they they didn't really they're di- so far away from me their money is for nothing there's a love struck romeo on that campus the, sing the streets of serenade what does art art Bryles look like who does art Bryles look like 
Why are you making Dire Straits references? Because you just said Dire Straits. Oh, okay. Got it. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, the NC, what happened at Baylor, the sexual assault was so widespread and so horrifying that, but nothing happened. Nothing Nothing came of it, especially it's from the no, no, it did smear. not. Yeah, it did not affect the day to day of the program as far as scholarships or you know that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm sure it hurt recruiting by. Or did it? I don't know. Does, does that kind of thing hurt recruiting? Um, probably. If you, I were... guess, in the 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 sus the specter of the NCAA coming down on you, yes. Um, but aside from that, it it didn't change anything on the field. But if you're from, if you're at a, like, um, what's supposed to be a Baptist school or whatever the hell they are, I don't know, I, you couldn't dance at parties until, like, 1998 or something like that. But It was they, a footloose scenario. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. But um, they, yeah, I mean, you know, maybe, I, I don't know. I don't know how many religious football players are playing at Baylor, but. Yeah, uh, I just, I don't, I don't know that any of those things. They don't affect it any more or any less than when Browse was there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, Matt Rule, first year at Baylor, went one and eleven. Um, previously, he was twenty eight and twenty three. He came from Temple. Came from Temple, Temple right? Mm-hmm. He's forty two years old. He makes we think a million dollars. We don't know because it's another private school. Yeah. Um, but you know, in his previous two years at Temple, he was ten and four, ten and three. That's what attracted Baylor to him. Um, everybody heralded it as a home run. This was obviously a rebuilding year. He was one and eleven. Usually a one and eleven record. I think you got to fire the coordinators. But if it's your first year and you're coming into a situation like what happened at Baylor, I'm gonna say stay the course on that rule. Yeah, this is similar for me. It's somewhere between a, a three and a two. And I'll just hedge on the three and just say, hey, we'll see what happens next year. If it's another like one and 11, then maybe put some heat on him. But I think it's one of those positions that it's going to be hard to get someone in there that'll make it a. Attra- it's not an attractive position. So. Uh, and let's not forget that Baylor was this good, they had been on fire. Well, no, I mean they were oh, one in eleven they, good yeah, yeah, before yeah, RG three. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, and before our our Bryles came. So, I mean, I I remember when Baylor beat Texas in two thousand nine, two thousand ten, and it was you know huge, amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm gonna go with a three as well, but I'm gonna cross my arms and tap my foot and really <laughs> look at rules sternly, like. Because you're you're right. This is what Baylor has always been, but the problem is they weren't that at some point, and now you got the. Go- I mean, you had people with higher art brow shirts in yeah. that fan base mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. Um. You know they. St- what was it? Uh. Hashtag coat. Whatever. Whatever. I can't remember. But they were openly supporting Art Bryles. That's. Where the program had gone. I mean, you know, they're a loss here or there from being in a national championship picture a couple of times. Um, So, you can't, the the genie's out of the bottle. You can't put it back in. Those people have gotten winning. They've got the the taste of winning on their teeth, and uh, they're ready to bite something. So, 
and I don't what the fuck you went at Temple. I don't know what that even trans. I don't know what that means exactly. I really Temple? don't know what that means. He went to Miami. Uh, Al Golden. Yeah, Al yeah. Golden had similar success at Temple, and he became the hot coach of, coach of the months. So. And then he paid for a lot of abortions at Miami. So the mm-hmm. so but when and wore Matt, that ridiculous white shirt. <laughs> the only thing I can say about Matt Rule at, at Temple is that he produced a linebacker that won the. Nagurtsky whatever trophy. Oh, okay. Or Lombardi trophy, whatever linebacker mm-hmm. wins. I don't watch football. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it is a I'm just going to watch him and I'm and I'm I'm going to have a short leash on this too because I don't think he's got the goods. I honestly feel that way about Rule, uh uh Row the Boat and uh Boilermaker Face, you know, those were the hot <laughs> prospects. Mm-hmm. I don't think any I don't think any of those guys have the goods. I think they're a lot more Cliffs Kingsbury than they are um uh Gus Malzon. Okay. Yeah. That seems fair. I don't know why I called David Be- Beatty the most boring one. Matt Campbell in his second year at Iowa State makes three mm, that, this is pretty exciting. I mean <laughs> three and a half million dollars. Um, at Iowa State, he is 38 years old. Never kissed a girl. Eight, <laughs> eight and five last year after a um, a three and nine first year at Iowa State. Uh, he's 11 and 14 overall, improving eight and five on a three and nine. Not too shabby. They're, I think they're paying him a fair amount of money, three and a half million dollars. He's young. I'm going to... You know, I think it's too early to extend the contract, but I'm gonna say, you know, if you duplicate, if you turn in another eight and five, which with as many of those as as many of those five losses were as close as they were this year, or at least you know how they performed in the first half in those losses, um, you know, I'm excited about Matt Campbell in Des Moines. Where are they? This is Ames. 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 Seneca. Willie. Willie Ames. Um, Willie Ames. Charles Town. in charge. Um, Buddy Limbeck. Does Scott, did I read Scott Bayo has AIDS now? No, but he molested uh, what's her oh, face? Oh yeah, Nicole, Nicole Eggert. Eggert. Yeah, yeah. What? But not Jody Sweeten. No, no. She her sweaters were too bulky. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a three. <laughs> it's a three for me. Yeah, I agree with what Sean said. Uh, he did upset Oklahoma this about past Jody year. Jody Sweeten. Yes. Charles is hard. Oh. Oh. Blah did, uh, Mr. Campbell has got to show me he can do this twice, and I'll extend that. I'll extend that puppy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, the three and nine, eight and five, great improvement. Beat Oklahoma was competitive in most games, so this is this is a three leaning towards a four. You repeat it, and we'll we'll uh, we'll add another million to that salary. So mm-hmm. I'm not wasting any time. Oh shit! I'm extending that contract. I'm building that because set. I mean he was. He was, shit, man, like two plays away from beating Iowa early this year. Yeah. That would have gotten him to nine and five. And, you know, there was a close one here or there. Um, you know, he was, you get 10 wins at Ames with, at one point you had a quarterback who was playing linebacker in the game against Oklahoma. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. You pull that trick off and you make Ames, Iowa, this difficult place to play. Um, it claimed a lot of victims. <laughs> Just like year. the Dino Dome. Just like you you don't come into Dino Dome with that bullshit. No, you um, don't. So, yeah, I, I'm really surprised that somebody didn't make a legit run at him this year. Um, 
if if Jeremy Pruitt had said no to Tennessee, he could be coaching Tennessee right now. So yeah, I'm gonna. I, they might have actually extended his contract. I certainly would have. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not too bad for Matt Campbell, especially for an Iowa State. Um, and I think you know, Iowa State isn't always the the first school you look at to to get your coaches from. But hey, Auburn did. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of Cliff Kingsbury, previously, let's go to Lubbock, Texas. It's Lubbock, right? It's Lubbock. Oh, I got that one right. Guns uh, up. 2000. He's been there since 2013, which is Tortillas a, flying. Which, Seems like he's been there much longer. Um, well, that's because he co- he played there for four years. But ah. he is 38 years old. Total dream. Never boat. kissed a girl. Never. <laughs> He makes three. There is some Canadian listening to this podcast right now, losing their mind. They're they're so they're so excited they can't believe it. Is that a Trailer Park Boys reference? It's a Tragically Hip reference. Oh, okay. Um, Tragically Hip was the musical guest on SNL the day Steve Forbes hosted. Which that was the first time I ever heard of that band. Really? Um, was that episode watching it on a Comedy Central? Uh, replay. That's also the skit of Teeb Torbs and Lamar Alexander number two. One of my favorite skits ever. The Primary Colors uh, (laughs) sequel. (laughs) Cliff Kingsbury, 38 years old. He's been there since 2003. Went 6-7 in 2017, which is basically what he did the the year before at 5-7 and and what he did the year before, give or take, at 7-6. and He is 30 and 33 in five years. It's the only place he's ever coached. Uh, I mean, this has been a long time coming. Uh, I don't want to be rash. I don't want to be rash here. But just because he's better looking than I am, he's getting a brick through his window. Whoa. <laughs> God! Whoa. I was, I was going to go low on this guy, but not that low. But I... I see where Sean's coming from is Mike Leach Thank you. made that program into eight, nine wins. That this, should be the minimum. This is, the this is doable. It's doable. That there. guy. Yeah. Who was the wide receiver that beat Texas? Michael Crabtree. Michael, Michael Crabtree. Crabtree. I mean, he was the 49er for five years. This is, this is a school that's had success, and he, has take the, he takes them to mediocrity. He can score 60 points a game. Bad news is the other team scores like 65. It's, it's nuts. It's nuts because... And, you know, this is a guy who, I think he was their offensive coordinator before this, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, he Like I said, he played there. He set passing records until the guy who replaced him uh, behind center beat all his passing records. But, I mean, he was, he is a Texas Tech guy. And, you know, if he, he could have a lifetime contract if he just won 10 games two out of every three years. Yeah. But... This is uh, seven and six, five and seven, six and seven is atrocious even for Texas. Yeah, so this, for me, this is going to be fire the coordinators. Uh, you're on a short leash. You got to get to eight or nine wins, and you got to have a little bit of defense, a little bit. Win, win a game twenty to seventeen just once. That's all I want. If you do that, I'll extend that contract. Doesn't matter who it is. You win twenty to seventeen. That's all I want to see. Yeah. I came into this thinking <laughs> that. I thought my my initial thought was, you know what? They love him. Um, he's he's handsome as all hell. Looks great on Sports Center, you know, when they show him. Coach Dreamboat, they call him. He is Texas Tech to the bone. 
Um, but then I started looking at these stats. Mm-hmm. Seven and six, five and seven, six and seven, 30 and 33 overall, making comparable money to Matt Campbell, who I just lauded just mm-hmm. previously. Um, making more than Lincoln making, Riley. Making more than Lincoln Riley, making more than Brian Kelly. Um, and he had a quarterback that Andy yeah. Reid, quarterback whisperer, just declared as the franchise quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs to the point where he traded Alex Smith, a proven quarterback, away. So, I mean, they had Pat Mahomes. Um, he's he, he coached in that awful Oklahoma versus Texas Tech game where the final was, you know, 68 to 64. Well, you know, it was 150 points. It was yeah. awful, awful, awful embarrassing football. And I heard Sean Majors say that we had the opportunity to put this son of a bitch in his place <laughs> and throw a brick through his window. I'm not let, I'm not letting Sean Majors go in that yard alone. I'm coming with you, buddy. And we're wow. fucking pelting this pretty boy. We're letting this pretty boy have it. In the words of Nick Lowe, I love the sound of breaking glass, Man. Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> Well, let's. Um, who's the Simpsons dude that I always compare Dana Holgerson to? Uh, Gil. 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 Oh, Gil. Let's go to. Let's go to Gil. Uh, you know and, what, old Gil? I beat Pitt one time. <laughs> Dana Holgerson really carried the 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 mantle from. Took the torch from Rich Rod yeah. after Rich Rod left Morgantown. Holgerson is Dana Holgerson has been in West Virginia since 2011. In his seventh year, he is 46 years old. He makes three million dollars. He had the Cliff Kingsbury Memorial record of seven and six last year, coming off of a ten and three record. Where did uh, did West Virginia play Alabama in 2016? I think it was two or three years ago. I think 14, okay, okay. 15 maybe. Four, it was fourteen. It was fourteen. 14 okay, fourteen. Uh, we were you know, at the, that. That ten no, we and three. Game. We were that ten and three record in two thousand sixteen. I forget what bowl they went to. It couldn't have been that bad if you know. So I mean, if he's fifty three and thirty seven in seven years. It's the only school he's ever coached at. I mean, what what are you going to do with West Virginia? What are you going to do with Dana? Yeah, I kind of agree with Sean. This, this is just like a solid three. They had injuries last year. They have uh, they had Will Greer, an outstanding quarterback, who kind of, uh, once he went down, so did the rest of the team. Old pill popper. They'll be really good next year because Will Greer's coming back and their, their top receiver. Uh, so this is, this is a, a solid three because I expect next year for them to compete for the Big 12. You keep this guy around. Oh, man. Uh, I, it would be nice if he had a little bit more success. But I think this is just just stay the course with this guy. I think he'll take you where you need to go. Will Greer's finger looked like a seven at one point last year. Seven inches, um, <laughs> like a New York seven or a Morgantown seven. <laughs> That's good. That's good. No, like the actual number seven. <laughs> um, like the like the way normal people draw it, or like. <laughs> Sociopaths that put the dash in the middle of the. I'm a dasher. Oh, I'm a dasher. No, you baby, no. I'm a dasher. On I'm dasher, on dancer. Dress that seven up, baby. Dress it up. Make seven up yours. He's got places um. to go. 
my sevens are about business. I don't know what y'all's lazy. <laughs> my sevens are up. Hashtag grinding. Hashtag no days off. Hashtag can't stop, won't stop. Um, hashtag free our bros. <laughs> hashtag Arby's dope as hell. Um, <laughs> so West Virginia is in the Big 12, which is dumb already. <laughs> um, yep. Every road trip for them is three times longer than everybody else is in the conference. Um, did have a ton of injuries, has gotten that team to a 10 win season in a place where I think a 10 win season matters. I think it's okay. I know you, some people say, Oh, Georgia had 10 wins. You made fun of them. So they were big dumb heads. Right. West Virginia is a place where 10 wins is cool. 10 wins ain't cool at Georgia. Um, I'm giving Dana a solid three. Dana. Because I think I think he's a match for that program. I think he is the kind of dude that if they get a big win, he'll put on a cool hat and he'll sneak out and he'll burn a couch with you. I want that from my coach if I'm in West Virginia. I want somebody in the trenches with me. I want a coach who's West- rattling a bottle of Oxys. That's what I want, and that's what I think Dana <laughs> Holgerson is. Oh, so three is across the board. Three across the board. Thank you, Creel. Um, yeah, I mean. I mean, I, I thought you were going to send him up upstairs to be an AD. <laughs> you know that's my move. <laughs> I think that needs to be a uh, like a 4.9 on our scale. Um, well, let's let's go to, speaking of ADs and higher than a 4s, uh, Bill Snyder in Manhattan, Kansas. New York City. A new, <laughs> a Kansas State Wildcats. The almost dean... Of the Big 12. He is, like, if you merge yeah. them together. Yeah, yeah sure. Right, right. Um, been there since 2009. This is his second stint at Kansas State, where he is 210, 110, and 1. Damn. This motherfucker's so been coaching long enough that he still has a tie, a tie yeah. under a his record. Division 1 <laughs> FBS tie. Yeah. That's impressive. Um, <laughs> They've already renamed the stadium. <laughs> They, they have literally already renamed the stadium after him. Um, he makes just over three million. He is six hundred thousand five hundred eighty-four years old. What was it? What, what were they in two thousand seventeen? I don't know why it says forty-three thousand three hundred seventeen. They made a bowl game, I think. They, were, <laughs> they won a shit ton of games, according they to were this. Hovering around <laughs> six and seven, seven and six territory. Um, Probably no better, or worse. Yeah. I'll so I mean, he, they went eight and five last year. They won the Cactus Bowl. Um, it is pretty remarkable, uh, what Bill Snyder, his longevity at the very least, to not get fired in the game of college football, Mm -hmm. no matter where you are. Even if you coach a school where Darren Sproles is like a standout graduate from your school. Um, Uh, Michael Bishop, anyone? (laughs) They have only, they have already renamed the stadium after him. (laughs) <laughs> that is the only reason why I give him a five and not a six. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am building a statue for him as well. Bill Snyder, your first class in every glass. Yeah, he's definitely sired. That's a five for me too. I'm going to rename the stadium again. You're going to rename it. From I'm going to call Snyder? it That's Bill like Snyder Field player. at Bill Snyder Stadium. Okay. okay. <laughs> I like it. I, like uh, it. I mean, yeah, he is the, all those bad things I said about Kansas earlier. Bill Schneider's the difference. 
yeah. between Kansas yeah. and Kansas State. Yeah. So yeah, give whatever you can give him, give it to him. Um, I'm sure he wants his office to be a little bit warmer. I'm sure he'd like for breakfast <laughs> to arrive a little bit earlier. Give it to him. Give him all those things. It's cold in here. He is, <laughs> he is 78 years old. Have his grandkids call him from time to time. I know he wants to talk to him. He does not like that the commercials are louder than the stories. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it, it is very bizarre because what what happened to Bill Snyder in between 05 and 09? He retired. or He, he, reti- he, he was a, supposed to retire, but then the... His replacement kind of took the football team to the to the dumps, so he resurrected it again. So he's done two resurrection jobs. His first year at Kansas State was 1989, where he went one in ten. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he then went on to coach to oversee several 11 win. Seasons. Yeah, in the late 90s, they were very very good. That was his hot spot. Um, yeah, came back in 2009 and and coached again. So. Uh, I mean, 2010, or uh, sorry, 210 wins is nuts. And in my heart, and all of our hearts here at Throw the Flag, he is the true winningest active football coach, not Brian Kelly. Love it. Love it. Agree. Um, We got four more to go here. Tom Herman over at Texas, his first year, he's uh, 42 years old, he... (laughs) Had $5 million thrown at him for seven wins. Mm. Um, <clears throat> pre- previously at Houston, he was 13-1, uh, 9-3 and and for 29-10 uh, uh, over the last two years. 7-6, and six, I, I think that's fine for Texas's first year, you know, even if we, you know, pay special attention to that unbelievably embarrassing loss to Maryland to start the season over, uh, st- to start the 2017 season. I, he's a stay the course for me. This yeah, is stay also the course. A stay the course, but oh. with the caveat, but with a but, a butt shaped brick through your window. You gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta show me something. I like it, Creel. I like give, it. Give me nine wins, nine wins. I like in, it, including the bowl games. So that's eight and four next year. So if he's seven and six this year, next yeah, fire okay. the coordinators. I'll definitely fire the coordinators and maybe more. I yeah yeah. Uh, On to the other freshman, or I guess a sophomore now of the Big Twelve. The other participant in the Red River Shootout, Lincoln Riley, um, makes just over $3 million. He is 34 years old, the youngest coach in the conference. His first year, you know, he also had the luxury of taking over a team that he previously coached because he was the offensive yeah. coordinator mm-hmm. of, of the Sooners. Uh, went to the playoffs 12-2. and two. He's, he's a, only because this is his first year. Actually, you know what? He, he's an extend the contract for me. Yeah, this pay him is, more than three million. Yeah, this mm. is this is a weird sort of situation because he was set up for success. He'd been with the team. Bob uh, Bob Stoops uh, retired unexpectedly. unexpectedly, and he takes over. Uh, so he inherited Casual a really male, good team. Bob Stoops, but he went in there and he had a Heisman Trophy winner, won the Big Twelve, uh, was you know a heartbeat away from beating Georgia. Mm-hmm. They just needed a a little more luck in that game, and they would have been in the championship game. So this is a four. For me, I'm not gonna raise the salary. I'm gonna give him a one-year extension, and if he does it again, I'll double that salary and double the extension. You're gonna double, so you're gonna <laughs> but get I him six point two million. Yes, I, gotta, I guess it would be eight point four. I gotta see him do this uh, with more of his horses doing it, as opposed to Bob Stoops. Beer for my horses. Yes. 
It is a three for me. Whoa. Because he has proven jack Con- and shit to me. Whoa. He inherited a Heisman Trophy winning co- quarterback. But um, he, he took him there. He took him he to did. the promised land. He got he there. He took him there. He, uh, he, he went in there and he beat up Ohio State. That's a big win. He also went in there and lost to the linebacker at Iowa State. Um, was up tremendous amount in the Rose Bowl. Did not hang on and win. Um, I've seen nothing. Whoa. He can call play. He can score a bunch of points. Um, they still play Oklahoma defense, and ultimately that got him beat this year. So you, you gave him the same rating as Tom Herman, though. Texas was yep. a complete disaster. And they pay him $2 million. And they pay him more money. Hey, you know, college football is not a game of relative scores. Wait, it is. Never mind. Um, <laughs> that's a 4 3 But no, I just, I just don't believe – I mean, I just don't believe – here's what I don't want to have happen. Um, nobody's coming after him right now because you're Oklahoma and they you can, you can match whatever anybody comes with. Um, and I don't want to get stuck in the Charlie Weiss scenario – where a guy comes in, knocks it out of the park the first year, and I'm like, we got our guy, and then guess what? We didn't. We got a bum. We got a bum squad here. And so I'm not getting caught with that. I'm not getting caught with my pants down. You're Oklahoma. You can afford to wait a year. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> I think you got a thing against young, attractive coaches. Although he's not that attractive. He's no Cliff he threw a br- Hank is threw a brick through Cliff Kingsbury. Oh, yeah. Again. I was with you when I did it, you tattletale ass nigga. <laughs> you know, between you and me, only one of us is going to jail. <laughs> oh God, Mike Gundy. Hey, I'm a man. I'm forty. Yeah. He is fifty years old now. Uh, Oklahoma State. His name is routinely bandied about whenever there's an opening at Tennessee. Whenever there's an opening at LSU. Probably be mentioned whenever Nick Saban leaves Alabama. Oh, oh, God. Oh, I threw up in my mouth. Yeah. Um, he is a complete and total embarrassment. <laughs> Damn. Okay. So is that a brick through the window for you? <laughs> he makes $5 million. He's, he, he's had three consecutive 10-3 and three seasons for 114-53. and 114-53, uh, uh, his, his total record. He's a fantastic football coach. I think he's exactly what Oklahoma State needs. He loves the school. He loves the area. He's a four for me. Shave the goddamn mullet and we'll build a statue. You're a fucking embarrassment. I kind of agree with all that. But for me, it's just going to be a solid three. Because I think this homeboy is like a five and seven record away from T-Boom Pickens pulling the plug. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they appreciate him. I think that he, like you said, everything about him, he's a good fit for them. Mm Mm-hmm. He's zany enough. He's crazy enough. But he hasn't taken them the next level. Big 12 championships, baby. When are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? Next year. Next year? No. Oh. He'll lose to Oklahoma and Texas. So it's a solid three. We're just going to keep him? Keep him at his. Because $5 million, that's that's pretty good money. Ten and three. Not a dollar more. Not a dollar more. Not Not a dollar dollar more. more. Not a dollar more. Ten and three, ten and three, ten and three. That is a model of consistency, um, and I appreciate that. Um, went to Tennessee, turned them down, flirted, flirted, flirted hard. hard. Um, that I, think I don't just like that. To fuck with Tennessee. He pulled down his pants, and said, "Look at this. What do you think? I don't, look at this. He gave him the. I don't like if, 
if I'm T Bone, if I'm T Boone picking, if I'm T Boone and I'm giving this son of a bitch five million dollars and he goes and talks to Tennessee, I'm irked. I have dumped all this money into here and I've got zero trophies to show for it. Not one damn trophy that I want do I have um, from Mike Gundy. I've got the guy who had a path to the national championship, lost in Ames, Iowa. I got the guy who was walking around declaring his team undefeated earlier this year because the last play that he lost against, uh, was it Western Michigan or was that last yeah, year? Uh, it, it was last year. It, it shouldn't have happened. Michigan. or Yeah, yeah, some year. some bad thing. He's saying they're undefeated. I don't like that either. So it's a three because he's a model of consistency, but I've got some pipe-swinging goons with so many bricks <laughs> lined up that if he gets right. out of line one uh-huh. time this year, I'm chunking his ass. All right, I like it. It's tough. And I'm just going to go hire Tom Herman. It's going to tickle the shit out of me if I'm T-Boom picking it's going to go steal Tom Herman from Texas. <laughs> Sorry, what, what was the final verdict, Hankins? Three. It was a three. three. It was a three, okay. Um, well, we end the Big 12 conference in this segment of a little something we like to call rating coaches. The most electrifying human being to ever play coach college football. But the... Yeah, Gary Patterson. The dean of the Big 12 coaches. He is the dean, the technical the, dean. Technical dean. Technical dean For of... Consecutive being... Consecutive years. <laughs> He's consecutive dean. He is uh, the centaur deacon of this conference. <laughs> Gary Patterson, I don't know how... I mean, he wins 11 games a year, 10 games a year. He'll fuck up every now and again and, and have a six-win season like he did in 2016. He's 160 and 57. That's a spicy meatball. It's a good record. Mm -hmm. He also makes $5 million. That's a spicy meatball. (laughs) I mean... We're we're, we're going to Olive Garden with this guy. That's what it sounds like. He's he's, he's a 4.5 for me. He's he's an AD. I am am adding a new rating to the system. 4.5. 4.5. And what is this? He's got AIDS? (laughs) Make him... Athletic director. Ooh, I could not mm. disagree with you more, Sean. Oh, I think you, gotta, you gotta rename the stadium after this guy. He You're is, renaming. He is Mr. TCU in my book. Oh my god! And it is my book. I am the author, and I am and wanted it, man. I got a chapter in this in my book called TCU University, and when you open it up, it's just a picture of him. He's got his pants down, of course. Mm-hmm. The old, <laughs> of course. The old Aziz Ansari. The old Aziz Ansari. Just just touch it. Just touch it. Just touch it. Just touch it, baby, but don't tell anybody. Can you touch it? We're on a date. But it's a six. (laughs) We're going to call it the Gary Gary, uh, Louise Patterson. (laughs) Is his middle name Louise? Please don't tell me. It's great. (laughs) Gary Louise Patterson. His name's Gary. (laughs) He shouldn't even have a six. <laughs> Gary Allen Patterson. Gap. Gary gap. Louise Patterson <laughs> brings TCU into the Big Twelve from with the Mountain West. Is that right? In the Mountain West before, right? Yeah, yeah. From obscurity, they after were, they flirted with the Big East during right. the uh, during yeah the during the weird line. times, they were in the Big East um, for like three weeks. They were. He comes were. in to the conference. He has one bad year in the last three. Um, had his team ranked in the top five. 
um, what was that, 2014? Is that when the year that they flirted with, they, they could have gone into the playoff and the weird... They were, uh, they got... Yeah. Some game against Baylor. Them and Baylor, they yeah, they yeah, and Baylor were battling it out. In. Yeah. Um, they destroyed mm-hmm. Ole Miss in the bowl game that year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ladanian Tomlinson, he brought him in there. He has continued to do good works. He plays guitar. He sings. His name is Gary, and that would look damn good on a statue. Give that man Ooh. a five. I think he's. This is this is as high as you can aspire if you're TCU. Yeah, he's gotten you close enough that you could think about title winning, but that's hard to do. It's hard to win titles. It's really fucking hard to do it. Um, And he's the best shot you have. And whoever else you get after him will be a step back. So, yeah. I have two corrections. Yeah, I know where you're going with one of them. One of them is I'm going to change mine to a five as well. We're building a statue. Are we taking the 4.5 out of the rating system? Yeah, we're taking the 4.5 out of the rating system. Um, and Ladanian Tom Ladanian Tom Tomlinson went to TCU in 1997. He was not brought in. Patterson did not get there yeah. until 2000. Yeah, you could almost. I don't argue. care when people get there. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> Man, what I like about Nick Saban is he he brought in Brian Bergdorf. Hey, he was he didn't bring him in. Well, hang on, what did did Tomlinson come out as a junior? No, he left uh, Patterson. He was a senior. He played all four years at TCU. He when was Francione a senior at Patterson's first yeah, year. Yeah. yeah. So, so he Coach was there Friend. when Gary Coach Patterson Friend. was there? Yeah, but, but he, he didn't, didn't bring, bring him, him in. in. But, uh, okay, he didn't recruit him, but he played under him. Is that what you're telling me? Yes, yes, yes. He, yes, he, started, he uh-huh. started a four uh, Ladanian Tomlinson with three years of experience. Sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> you can't teach that in head coach no. school. Well, this is weird because in the previous, when we've looked at uh, in summation of these conferences, I've always been historically low in rating people. Yeah, yeah. But I rated these coaches higher than the both of you. I'm at a 3.33 across the board with the Big 12 plus the independents. Hankins is the lowest, 3.08. Right, with his brick. He had a two bricks through the window. Yeah, <laughs> <Praise> <laughs> <the> hell. <laughs> I hate the Big 12, so I'm really going to give it to these bastards. It's like Hankins, Hankins uh, picks me up for dinner. And I, I notice uh, in his backseat, he's got two bricks. I'm like, why do you have two bricks? <laughs> like either zero, zero bricks or 100 a hundred bricks. Yeah. Those are the normal amounts of bricks to have. He's like, don't worry. I got some things to do after dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got to go to Lubbock and then Manhattan, <laughs> Kansas. Am I going to pick up Bill Schneider and then go fuck with David Beatty <laughs> and Lawrence? You correcting motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> I'll throw a brick through his window. Just let, <laughs> let me get by and shore. Well, that's the Big 12. Um, and two independents. We're, we're getting rid of Kansas. We are getting rid of Cliff Kings, <laughs> Kingsbury and not repairing his window. Mm-hmm. We've had some stay the courses. Matt Rule at Baylor, Matt Campbell at Iowa State. Um, your two newbies in Oklahoma and Texas, uh, Mike Gundy as well in Oklahoma State, and we are revering two individuals who scored a total of 16, Bill Snyder and uh, Gary Patterson. Um, that's about how I thought it was going to happen. Yeah. And this has been all the just mere prelude to 
what we've been building to next week, which is the SEC. 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 14 coaches, like 10 of which were hired in the last three years. Yeah, there's a lot of new blood. I hope we can fit it into a one episode. We might have to split it up. Do the East one, one, one episode and the West the other. Because this was the Big 12, something we're not especially passionate about. Right. And this was 12 coaches, and this went 70 minutes. Yeah, the, the SEC has 14 schools, so we could do seven and seven. Split it up. I episode predicted f- I put a brick through somebody's window before they even coach a game. Oh. <laughs> would, would what a Her- tease. Would Herm Edwards or Kevin Sumlin get bricks through their windows? And Who was the other coach that y- y'all wanted to fire before coaching a game in the pack? Uh, well <laughs> yeah we've got a spreadsheet well, here for that well Korea looks that up this is this has been episode 57 of throw the flag um as we've said over the past few weeks uh we hope you're listening to us on our new location if uh there's some nonsense about pinecast in the description of this podcast you're in the right place if there is not go ahead and search for throw the flag football on wherever you're listening to your podcast right now Go ahead and subscribe to that one and delete whatever you're listening to now. Uh, if you're listening to the old feed that this will remain up uh, for another uh, couple weeks, then change to a regular reminder to look for us uh, under our new location. Did you find what school it was, Crew? I did, and I only see twos elsewhere. Yeah, it was Herm Edwards. We didn't, we didn't have the brick through the window option when we did the That's Pac-12. True. But there was <laughs> some coach that you fired before. It was Herm Edwards. Co- it was Herman. Yeah, but there, there were there were there were two of them. I thought. No, Lovey Smith. Man, who mm-hmm. knows? Okay. Maybe it was just the two of you who both. Numbers yeah. don't lie, correcty. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I like about Dennis Fran? He's he personally recruited Bart Starr to come to he Tuscaloosa. <laughs> He's he was a legend. He knew he knew he was good. Uh, it's not often you're wrong, Hankins. We gotta we gotta take these shots while we can. We have a website up. It's ttfnetwork.com. There you can find news and notes about what's coming up with T- with the Throw the Flag Network, as well as our most recent episodes from the entire network. We're on Instagram. Whoa. The the, the network is as well. Okay. Um, at TTF Network and at TTF Football. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you like what we're doing, don't forget to listen to our other shows, Cold Dog Soup and That's Discussing. Available wherever podcasts can be accessed. If you'd like to support us in a more personal way, consider becoming a Patreon at patreon.com slash TTF. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash TTF. Tango Tango Foxtrot. If everyone listening right now kicked in as little as a dollar a month, we'd all be able to move to French villas and never speak to each other ever again. We'd also be able to make some serious investments into the Throw the Flag Football Network podcast. I almost made it to the end. See you next week. Carry no